You're listening to Biz Souls, the business podcast with an edge, hosted by me, Rona Lewis, and Jeffrey Hansler. Tune in for perspectives and discoveries about the changing world of business. It's time to connect to the heart, soul, and humor of how business gets done. Welcome to Biz Souls, where we get to the heart and soul of business and the people who make it happen. I'm Jeffrey Hansler, and this is Ronald Lewis, and today's topic uh, we've got is called the entrepreneurial pickle. We love pickles. We do love I like pickles, I like, yes. I'm, I'm a big fan of the sour. I'm, I'm a huge dill fan. That's absolutely what I want. So if anyway. you own your own business and sell pickles, we'll be, we'll be your customers. Okay. That's As not, will many other people. That's right. That's not what, what a, this, this type of pickle we're is. We're a barrel of pickles. Okay. So uh, today we're going to talk about um, types of intelligence, uh, learning environments, and thinking approaches, all which are contributing factors to the entrepreneurial and the entrepreneurial success factor. And even though this is called the entrepreneur's pickle, it's really about the entrepreneur and the entrepreneur's pickle. Yeah. Um, except the entrepreneurs may not have pickle. Who knows? <laughs> Where am I going with this? Who I don't knows? know. But we so, do digress every so often, yeah. and that's what makes us fun. Look, what so. we want to do is what talks about make you a success, whether you're an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur. Yeah. And we've got a couple of points. What are our three points, Rona? Our three points are actually questions. What What's an entrepreneur slash entrepreneur's mindset? Which modes of thinking are best for that kind of mindset? And which one is for you and when? Yeah, that's a big question about and so let's start off with the entrepreneur entrepreneur's mindset. What are some qualities that make a good mindset? What differentiates these these type of individuals from others? One of the main things that I see as important for an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur is having a positive mindset. You really have to have that belief in what you're doing and see opportunities as opposed to failures, having that giant future focus for the greater good. Yeah, I, it's absolutely you need a positive mindset. Um, and uh, that also brings up the, you know, the concept of self-deception because we have that self-deception in our brain. Right. I know the first company I started, uh, I was filled with self-deception. Knowing what I know now, I would have looked at my earlier self and said, holy macro, you are taking a huge risk because you're missing these skill areas, you're missing all this stuff. So, um, and I'm sure people get feedback on that. So it's having a positive mindset when you get setbacks. Mm -hmm. So, and maybe balancing it with, um, you know, a, an open mind, like you said. Right, right. And I think there are certain skills you need. I think you need to be an active listener. Yeah, it's very important. Absolutely. There was There are a lot of ideas from other people that, that you have to be open to. Well, and, and people talk about active listening. I, I, in, in this case, active listening is listening to people who are um, have different ways of doing it. I mm -hmm. think a lot of times we get so set in our way and we, we, we want that positive thing. You know, I've heard writers don't tell their stories or don't tell the titles of what they're doing because they don't want that negative criticism. They want to believe it's the greatest idea so mm -hmm. they can just get the first draft down. All right. And so there's a time for that, yeah. So, all right, let me ask you this. What do you think makes an entrepreneur or an entrepreneur different from someone who works at a, at a corporation? And, you know, an entrepreneur does work 
at a corporation and you know is is one better than the other is it is one way of thinking better than the other? you know well i think i i you know it's a, god this is just that you hear this all the time it's their approach to it. they don't look at what is they look at what could be mm-hmm. and they um that that drives them to constantly saying, oh, this is good, this could be better, we could do this another way, we could slip into something else. And so they're constantly questioning, oh, could, how could we do that differently? Right. That, that, that what if right. attitude, yeah. That is, um, that's a really good point. Um, what else? What else do we have that? Well, we've talked about listening, and I'd expand that to communication skills. Absolutely. So, you know, uh, you've got a sales background, I've got a sales background, I, the, the sales, the, those sales skills come in handy mm-hmm. because you do have to, you, there are times when you can't, you, you, resources are tight and you've just got to get people involved with you and to support you and they may not have that drive or that belief system. So you've got to be able to explain it to them and, and um, help them with the vision as well. Yeah. And uh, to your point about drive, that's, I think, a big thing for someone of the entre-slash-entrepreneur entre mindset as, as well. It's that uh, tenacity and resilience to learn if you make a mistake, you, you correct it and move forward. You know? yeah. That's how you learn. That's how you get to success. And, um, that was, we, did, we just did a, a deep dive into that uh, one or two podcasts ago, which is, um, so... That was. Isn't that, was, that great? How we connect everything. That was so yesterday. I, I just can't remember. I wish I could remember. It's becoming a blur. So let's jump into let's jump into um, the different modes of thinking. Okay. Let's jump into the different modes of thinking. What what kind of parallels do we have for this versus that? Well, there's a lot of talk that uh, emotional intelligence versus um, IQ or you know book smart is the most important thing. I don't know that I agree with that for every situation. What do you think? So um, EI, uh, emotional intelligence, EI is very, very important. That's, that's your ability to be aware of some of your behaviors, your mannerisms, your choices, and then being able to manage them. Whereas book smart is, is uh, you know, IQ is often measured by what you can remember. Uh, can you relate uh, several learned skills? Can you operate in the known environment? And, um, yeah, I see that, um, you know, in the corporate world, you can get by with uh, IQ. And if you're on your own, you better have some EQ because you're going to be facing a lot of failure that's very, very personal. When the corporation, you know, a product fails in the corporation, no one really feels it completely except maybe the person who designed it. Uh, Everyone else is disappointed. It's not affecting their psyche, though. Yeah. So you're on your own. And so I think for the entrepreneur and the intrapreneur, um, you've got to have a lot of, of, of emotional intelligence. I agree with that. I absolutely agree with that. And then you mentioned book smart. So yeah, book smart versus street smart. Street, street smart is huge. Yeah, and there's, there's difference there. Book smart, again, is that learned, you're learning uh, the, the classic information that everybody wants you to learn, that everybody's been given in school. Whereas street smarts, uh, that 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 instinct that allows you to get by in, in a very rapid environment where things are changing, and you've got to be aware of all kinds of things, and it's not just one thing. It's and, yeah, street, and yeah. how how people are going to respond, which is not always intuitively doesn't make sense. Yes, and 
to, to add to your point about street smarts, a lot of street smarts is learned experience. You know, you, you learn how to be, um, how to be able to go with the, with the flow easier and realize when a situation is untenable or let's, let's go for your, your, your instincts kicking in faster. Right. So if we're going to build a, a triangle between, you know, the people that are um, entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs and then others, um, or, or, or would it be entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs? I don't know. It'd be it. So for entrepreneurs, I think you'd be better off with street smarts mm-hmm. and, uh, and emotional intelligence. That's two points of a triangle. And then for, you know, in entrepreneurs, you could be a, li- a little stronger in the IQ and your book smarts. We're still missing a piece for the triangles. So they, and, and what's the element that they need for the triangles? Critical thinking. It's, and I, why? It's, it's needed for, for, for both. Well, what's the definition of, of critical thinking? Well, it's being able to look. It's, it's awareness, first of all. It's aware of your own biases. Mm-hmm. It's aware of your own kinds of choices and the consequence of that choices. And critical also is that logical look. Is, is it like you had said in the beginning? Is this, are we, um, do we have an idea or do we have a plan for a business? Because an idea doesn't necessarily make money. You know, you can give ideas, and we've all had that. Mm-hmm. We're standing there going, oh, I had that idea. And the only difference between you and the person that you're seeing their idea in the store is they went ahead with a business plan and did it. And there, and it, it could be one or two tweaks that, that make it more, more marketable. So, you know, and, and ideas are not a bad thing. You just have to make sure that it's actually a, a business to you. Yeah. So, uh, really, I see that... Um, uh, where does that, you well, know, think, which is for you, what timing wise. And now that we've, we've talked about critical thinking versus, you know, its role in, in both of them. Um, how do you know, should I stay an entrepreneur or should I be an entrepreneur? Well, uh, you, you were talking to me about the, the book art of, of war. So bring that. So, so tell me how you see that helping. Okay, well, uh, the quick story uh, before that um, would be that, um, so I, when I was working at Apple, we were going dealers, and there was a dealer in L.A., and this guy, he was, he was starting business all over. He started, came, came to this country as an immigrant, started the uh, company, was selling electronics, and jumped on that. Um, the guy learned three, knew three, uh, English and Spanish and uh, about four other languages. Mm-hmm. He was just a master of that. And I was talking to him and I was saying, because I was frustrated at the time, what was going on with the Lisa and Apple and some of the feedback I was getting. And uh, uh, I said, maybe I should start a business. And he really looked at me with some serious eyes and he goes, look, Jeffrey, it would be much better for you to stay involved in with the corporation. You know, you're smart, you're this, you're this, just stay involved. And at the time, you know, I was thinking, well, What's the message here? I, I missed it. And the message that I missed is I, I didn't have the street smarts at that time. Mm-hmm. Didn't have the street smarts. And I also didn't have the self-awareness. And so I was being operating on biases. I hadn't thought of things. I didn't look at all the things I didn't have. I had finance and accounting in, in college, um, and, uh, except I hadn't been applying it directly that much. 
So, you know, being able to run a business and being able to, you know, quickly know, am I making money in this or am I not making, that was a whole different thing. So for me, um, I, I, I think that uh, an organization that exists is a safe place to practice and try some of your entrepreneurial skills. I absolutely agree, especially if, if the leadership, your, your managers are, are, are willing to listen to your ideas, you know, good. I, I think as you go up the ladder, we were talking about IQ versus EI. I think good leadership needs, needs both. And, um, and hopefully you, you have people who will, will listen to your ideas so that, um, if you choose to stay within the company, you can move up and still have that entrepreneurial mindset. Yeah. So I think if we were going to package it, um, well, we've got to deal with, um, your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And uh, so your comfort zone, what you feel good about operating in, um, will be a second major category in terms um, of deciding. Well, you, you have to know what your skills and uh, knowledge is. You have to assess what, what level you're, you're at to, to drive your, your idea forward. And then I think the third one is um, how you approach re- your responsibilities, your existing mm-hmm. as you see your responsibilities. So, so let's go back to comfort zone. Okay. So in comfort zone, uh, what do you, uh, what's one thing out of comfort zone? Well, a lot of people are are happy in their in their, their in their circle and what they they do every day. They're they're very into structure, and if you're into structure, you like repetition knowing where you're going to do knowing what your responsibilities are and that's and that's that's fine you know assign deadlines and and boundaries so if if that's for for you um then you have to make the decision is going into business for yourself or having those uh being in in charge of a new idea at a a business uh, worth it for you yeah my comfort zone, um, one of the first things I noticed, because I always felt I had good ideas on things, and because I left Apple, went to a small company that was competing against HP, and, and there I, I was looking at the things they were doing from a business standpoint, and, and I was going, oh, I would do this differently. So it was easy for me to see the flaws, and then I uh, went to another group and became vice president of sales and marketing for them. And, and I found out I liked the second position. I liked not being the person responsible because the president was responsible for, in this little company, was all the decisions and I wasn't. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd give my opinions on them. So I found that a very comfort zone for me. And I would have probably stayed there um, had it not been for a few choices I made down the line. And also, I was also really getting that bug that I really needed to take it out, uh, take my own. I did take, I did Instead of being somebody else, a cog in somebody else's wheel, I had to go make my own wheel. Yeah. And that's, it's, it's interesting because I, um, I come from the, I, I, I worked my way up from sales assistant to VP of sales in the media world. And one of the reasons that I really was looking forward to moving up the ladder was because, A, I don't like when people tell me what to do. <laughs> and and B, um, I, I really was able to, uh, see a better way of getting uh, buyers on my on my side right. and 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 open to uh, buying a station that wasn't necessarily 
tops in the ratings, you know, things. So it was, it was fun for me. It was, it was play for me to be able to convince them. Kind of. Right. So, um, so that was, was getting out of, getting out of my, my comfort zone was my comfort zone. Does that make sense? I like risk. Yeah. Well, and you know, it, during my time when I was early in my career, I mean, if you were, if you didn't have a job in a corporation, it's like, you know, uh, you were always, you know, I, I, and I didn't have a job in a corporation. I'd started a consulting company. It's like, oh, really? Can't find work? Right. You know, it was a whole different attitude about entrepreneurs. And, and I'm going to come back to that at the end, I think, for me, for a final point. Okay. Um, in terms of skill and knowledge, which should be another category, mm-hmm. uh, that's tougher. It's tougher because for me... Uh, even though I was developing particular skills, they were skills that worked in a structured environment. Right. So in the, 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 the wild, wild west of being out in the, um, you know, out on your own, I don't think I had the skills. And, and that, that incident that happened was I just got a, a lesson or a, a, an observation of streets once mm-hmm. and found out that I, I hadn't been using them and I really needed to develop it. And I was in a situation where they developed very, very quickly. And once I re- went through that experience, I realized my skills in all areas were were within the framework of safety. So had I completely jumped at that point on my own, mm-hmm. um, it wouldn't have, uh, wouldn't have been good. And if you have enough of a skill level, you can, I'm going to go at, go back to the comfort in relation to the, skill there have been times when i'll jump into something and i have no idea what i'm doing and you you just kind of go with it and you see what you come up with you know it's it, you can come up with building a better mousetrap um if you just you know if you just try and that's and that's how you build your skill set you know yeah absolutely. Uh, up to up to a point you don't want to you know go go crazy because there are things that are you know way above my uh, pay grade, but the, the, I know, and there's, um, you know, and, and if you take baby steps out of that, then you can find your, your comfort zone uh, and your, your skill set grows exponentially. Um, so let's, let's talk about the uh, third um, assessment point, which is the approach, the responsibility for other, other uh, areas of your life to, to keep yourself balanced. Yeah. So one of the situations was um, I, um, I was, uh, had a chance to either be an entrepreneur or you know start something new on my own or, or join something that was already going mm-hmm. again. And again, it was still a smaller organization. It was still a decision between, okay, do I go on my own or do I start something? Do I join somebody else? And I had, um, you know, first some was on the way. And they, I, and I'm looking at mortgage payments, and I'm looking at that, uh, you know, new baby, and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, you know, I've got to make a safer choice in this time because it would have been too risky um, because I didn't have the capitalization. And also, I think inside, I also knew my skill level um, was lacking in certain areas, particularly in my interpersonal skills with others and, and uh, working with people that I didn't have authority over mm-hmm. at the time. So that was one thing. Great. Yeah, I think it's, I, for, for me, uh, in order to, to have life balance, I literally have to write it down. You know, I, I, right now, um, as a, as a single person with a 
dog, I, um, I can concentrate on me and I have a tendency to overwork. So I, I, I have a, a calendar that I write things in. So I schedule workouts. I schedule shopping. I, you know, I, I'm a big scheduler so that, um, I know, and I also love the feeling of checking this is done. I like that. Um, and so that's, that's my responsibility. Self-care is a huge thing when you're an entre slash entrepreneur, you know, sleeping better, eating well, um, all of those things keep your mind active and, and, and sharp. And that's, that's what you need. You need to be able to kind of, you know, think fast and, and all that. So there you go. If I was going to combine the three of them and talk about them in a couple of pictures, it would be uh, from experience of mm -hmm. consulting, where I'll see somebody that's technical expert, um, had an opportunity to work with some people that are genius in terms of being engineers. Mm -hmm. uh, their skill set, though, in terms of their ability to take advice from others, their ability to trust others, their ability to find out the progress of somebody else, you know, based on, on their, that person's bias and everything else. If those are lacking, it, it starts adding up very quickly and creating problems for the organization. Mm -hmm. And so it's got to be uh, the combination of all of them. You have to, they have to be in a comfort zone where they're willing to be wrong. Yeah, It's one thing. They have to uh, have the skill level to be able to work through those difficulties. And then finally, the responsibility. They, they have to have enough peace of mind that they don't that the pressure isn't so intense um, of, of failure because when that pressure gets too intense, that's when people make mistakes, they make bad decisions, and yeah. they try to try it. Yeah, yeah, so. great point. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, well, shall we do final points? Might as well do final Let's points. Let's do final points because are you guys tired of hearing us? Because <laughs> I'm just kidding. We love hearing, hearing us talk. But mine's pretty quick. <laughs> okay. I'll go have, and then, then you get the last word. Uh, always always <laughs> look i uh, currently i think there's way too much emphasis on being an entrepreneur and there are there are people out there saying i'm going to be an entrepreneur i am an entrepreneur and you know you know this is not an age thing this is an experience thing when somebody is 20 18 19 and they're giving leadership training I, I, it's a big giant red flag. Yeah. Okay, fine. You read a couple of leadership books. Great. You're, you're not speaking from information now. Now, again, if there happen to be the, uh, you know, Bill Gates or they happen to be, you know, uh, Elon Musk or somebody when they were 18 or 19. Okay, fine, fine. I'm wrong. It's just that now there, there are like what millions of people. On I was going to say as a blanket statement. Yeah, go ahead. So there's too much emphasis on being an entrepreneur. Look, you can be an entrepreneur. You can try your ideas. You can learn your skills. And you're, you're protected by the organization. And uh, hopefully you get with an organization that's open-minded and lets you grow. And next thing you know, you might, hey, you're great. You might be president. That could be. That could very well be. So my thoughts on this, being that we're in the great resignation now and a lot of people are either very picky about finding another job or deciding that they want to work for them themselves. Just a couple of points that, that I think are important. We said um, before, make sure that your idea can be a business or push whatever business or whatever company you're in forward. 
Be willing to learn from failure. Be resilient, be tenacious, and be, you know, be willing to uh, keep, keep trying. And be comfortable with uncertainty. Have fun with that. And just, just play with what's possible as you move forward. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. Absolutely. And that's <laughs> our story. And we're sticking to it. This has been Biz Souls with this guy, Jeffrey Hansler, and me, Rona Lewis. We'll see you next time. Thank you. You've been listening to the Biz Souls podcast with your hosts, Rona Lewis and Jeffrey Hansler. Did you have fun? Subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Talk to you next week.